0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Joining me, Richie Rich, playing the part of Nikki will be, well, no one.
1: No one. It's yeah. sad. but
0: Stupid know, babies.
1: Show must Gotta go be all
0: born and stuff. I know. Just like, keep your
1: legs closed for another day. Every yeah, baby I on mean, the Monday show.
0: Can't you just tell her to hold it for a day? Yeah. Right, like, Do really those freezing like labor. But like, you know. <clears throat> All right? You gotta hold it. I mean. Yeah. Anyway. Uh yeah, Nikki's, you know, presumably helping somebody, you know, deliver <laughs> new life into the world. She's doing her job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how dare she? Anyway. So,
1: Given the choice between delivering a baby and being here, I would definitely rather be here.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I give her crap, but, like, I get it. Right? Okay. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, she certainly is uh, welcomed to show up at any time if she, you know, finds herself available. I don't think that's going to happen based on the situation, but. Covered in amniotic fluids. She's like, oh, hey, sorry, I'm late, guys. Hey, have you ever seen a placenta? <laughs> <laughs> got one in the cooler right here that's <laughs> <Yes>. all right <laughs> i'm told that uh in some cultures that was the delicacy yeah like because you know it's full of all sorts of nutrition and stuff right yeah you know uh but would like, you eat it though i'd have to be awfully hungry okay you know i mean awfully hungry i get it i mean this is this is
1: where i get that there's the conspiracy theory about like they're gonna make us eat the bugs Okay. right and people are all worry like they're replacing everything with bugs yeah but like other cultures that's what they eat right,
0: right. so yeah.
1: if i were visiting those other cultures you know i'm like ooh, yeah let me let me try that you know grilled cricket yeah like, i just because i'm not going to do that at home
0: i took right? like some sort of outdoor survival course when i was i don't know 18 or something right eat the worms young. and and like i mean basic stuff right like Yeah, here's how to, you know, here's what poison ivy and poison oak are. Don't step in these, right? You know, here's how to build a simple lean-to shelter, right? You know, stuff like that. But, like, one of the first uh, things for food was, like, find an anthill. Okay. Stick your hand in it. Let them crawl up on it and just start licking them off. Okay. Because they are full of nutrition uh, and will keep you going in a survival situation, right? Uh, And they talked about, you know. How to eat dandelions and, you know, that kind of stuff. Make it, make yourself a salad out of, you know, forest growth stuff, right? Um, yeah. So, like, I'm aware of these kinds of things. Yeah, but the, again,
1: that's that's a survival situation. Right. Right. In other places, it would be, you know,
0: a delicacy for tourists. Well, or, like, you're just really hungry. Okay. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, society, human beings have had to do some, like, you know, things that I wouldn't want to do, right? I'm spoiled. Yeah. Right. I'm a child of modern society. Refrigeration and air conditioning. Air conditioning and heating. Right? Yeah. You know, things, things of this nature. Uh, the internet, right? Although I am older than the internet, at least the popular and commonly available internet. Um, <laughs> but I would have to be awfully hungry to do some of that stuff. Now, if you look at um, what was that Mad Max movie, Fury Road. Okay. Right. The newest one. Yeah, yeah. they show this scene where they have a whole bunch of ladies. They're all heavy set, with uh, you know, shall we say, a couple of redeeming qualities. Yep. To each of them, and then they have an apparatus uh, that can only be uh, akin to something you would find at a dairy farm. Yeah. Right. The milkers. On cows. Right. And so, and that was like their whole job. They were both feeding children and being constantly milked themselves. To provide nourishment to the entire tribe. Yeah. (laughs) That was the product with which, you know, that was how they exchanged uh, their labor for value or whatever and got by in that society. And that society, of course, uh, would use that for trade and barter. Yeah. And this isn't like something like, okay, it is out of a science fiction film. But like that particular thing isn't unheard of in human society in the past. Right? Right. If you go into history and you look at tribal cultures and their behaviors and stuff like that, like people did things because well they were just straight hungry.
1: Well, well, it, it's the foundation of trade, right? Like you, you have to be able to produce something of value on your own in order to get something else. Yeah. And if if that's all you can do, because there's nothing else availed to you,
0: then that's what you do. And like there, to some extent, this exists uh, in modern society. There are women who, uh, you know. Can, for lack of a better term, they they preserve their own and they put it on the market to sell. Yes, to other you know women who maybe aren't as blessed at making enough and you know that kind of a thing. Especially so, when the government shut down
1: the baby
0: formulas. Right, Mr. Ridley, you're on Free Talk Live.
2: Yeah, I have uh, I have more uh, uh, New Hampshire primary news.
0: New Hampshire primary. Okay.
2: Ooh. Yes. So Matt Sabarin of, uh, of NH Exit, I called in about him last night. He, he uh, earlier was able to talk to Chris Christie, and I guess more recently he was able to corner Nikki Haley, the presidential candidate, and ask her about New Hampshire independence and what her what her thoughts would be on that. All right. So hang on just a second. I, uh, I got off guard here, and I have the exact quote here. I'm pulling it up. Uh, I'm not sure where she was. Um, okay, yeah, so uh, he says, uh, so when he asked her about about her declaring independence, she said, quote, I'm going to make them love the country so much they don't want to go, unquote.
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fail already. <laughs> Me loves you long time. You love country and stay. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That That's all she said about it?
2: Well, she may have said something else. I can't. I. I don't have a video. Yeah. A, the video didn't come through. All I have is the text part. that he, he says that she said that.
1: Let me comment on one thing that was said on last night's show um, when you guys were discussing getting support from people who don't entirely value liberty to make the secession happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And there was some dispute on whether we want those people here. Right. And I would say I my opinion is yes, we want those people here. Because after they help us with the secession part, they are going to be easier to defeat than the federal government. Right? Oh interesting. We, we do not need to fear them rising up because we can take them.
0: Well, I just figure they're allies because they want to secede. Like and, and right. that's really, you know, my if, thing is like But if they want to secede and then we
1: secede and they try to turn it into a commie state.
0: Or if they try to take over, be the warlord. Right. right. I like, want to
1: rule New Hampshire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. You yeah. can. We can take them down. Right. Like that's that's not a problem. It's the federal government onslaught that would likely be a problem.
0: Well, I'd like to believe too that like people who, f- you know, find secession to be, uh, you know, a solution, right? yes. an achievable goal, and they want to participate in doing so. Uh, I would think that being exposed to a community of voluntarists. Right, yes. might help them like learn and become more. Yes, right? you're optimistic, I, and and if that happens, great. I'm not saying it's going to, but I'm just right. saying I would think that those people would be of a disposition where they would be prone to be more open to those ideas. Right,
1: and then we don't have to worry about them. Right. Right? But the ones that don't change, that we do have to worry about, we can take them. You got here, you served your purpose, you tried to screw it up again, and you're out. Really?
0: Really?
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, he's like, I used to always, always say, you know, the federal government, I went to the state government is so much more benign than the federal government. Like, I went to an IR, IR I went to like a, not an IRS, but like a, a state Department of Revenue office. Sure. Uh, and did a protest in there. I just hold just held a sign and then left, basically, you know, nothing complicated. I did the exact same thing at the federal version of that same bureaucracy, the IRS. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so the one that I did at the state, the state bureaucracy. The head of the state bureaucracy came out, shook my hand, and addressed my concerns. Um, at, at, at the IRS office, when I did an identical demonstration, they came. They arrested me.
0: Venezuela's Tocarón prison raided. Moment: Eleven thousand cops storm notorious jail to find a zoo, casino, nightclub, pool, and supermarket. After the trendy Aragua criminal gang was allowed to roam free for years. It's ironic that the cops have to storm a jail.
1: Right? Like a <laughs> no knock raid on their property. It's
0: not ironic. We're, we're it's coming beautiful. in. It's it's hilarious. It's beautiful I mean, it is ironic, but it's hilarious. It's beautiful in that I love when government eats other government, so sure. to speak, you know? And like, first of all, the jail had to become so corrupt for all of this to occur in the first place, right? Yep. And then, of course, the government had to be like, whoa, we can't stand for this corruption. We must gather 11,000 yes. fellow people uh, to, to What's the this- population of the prison where they I need believe- 11,000 cops? <laughs> and like, like, is this going to become common practice now? And Well, so let's also back it up a little bit, right? right. If it's
1: run by a criminal gang, right? Uh, even if it wasn't corruption, right, it could have been easily done through threats against the guards, right? Like, we've got people on the outside, you've got family on the outside, what's more important to you, Yeah, right? You collect your paycheck, sit in your booth, right, for your eight hours or however long your shift is, and then go home to your family. Otherwise, bad things happen. And and so whether or not it starts with corruption or starts with threats, it ends with this, and then those eleven thousand cops, right? Like you know what, what, what's going through their mind, knowing you know <laughs> the risk that they're taking by raiding how a you, gang run prison.
0: How do you have a meeting with eleven thousand cops? You go, okay, here's what's going down.
1: Yeah, oh, you get the general and gives it to the battalion leader or gives it to the commander and <laughs> Well I mean okay,
0: uh, or you just like rent the local stadium for a sure. day or something, right? The arena. Whatever or that, the yeah. PA system. Yeah. Or the theater or something. Roll call. Something, that, something that'll hold eleven thousand anyway. Johnson. State fairgrounds, Johnson. maybe. Okay, so eleven thousand cops raid this prison, the Tokaron, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Tokaron, T O C O R O N. Tokaron? Tokaron. Um now, let's talk about what they found. First of all, a zoo. Good <laughs> they, enough for me. They found a zoo. Uh, there are How do you pictures, import an elephant? There are pictures in this particular article from the DailyMail.com or .co.uk. Sorry, DailyMail.co.uk. Uh, that show, I don't even know, man, like ostriches or something. Flama- I don't know, some sort okay. of weird bird that probably isn't native to Venezuela or whatever. Right? Right. They had and, and the article will talk about it. But they found a zoo. I went to this prison zoo, and they only had a dog. <laughs> Like, even if all they had was a dog, that's still for a prison, right? That's just like, really? You've got a dog here, yeah. right? Uh, but that's not all. That's okay. just the first of many things. They also found a casino. All right. Now, what does that mean? Do they have, like, slot machines? Do they a have deck of cards you know, and some the, dice? The roulette table. got to have the you know, roulette table. I mean. Uh, Can I find Baccarat? Baccarat. Ooh, nice. Uh, they also found a nightclub. Uh, so what does that mean? Was there like after lockdown? Yeah, was there like you know a DJ with two turntables and a microphone? Did they have live bands? That's where it's at. Did they have, you know what I mean? Was it a dueling piano situation? Did they have cocktail waitresses? These are the things I want to know. You know what? Where would they get the cocktail waitresses? Did they kick people out if they didn't have the right stamp on the back of their hand? The wrong prison tattoo. <laughs> These are the things I want to know. About, you got to cover that up about this nightclub. It says just pool. Now I okay. know because I've skimmed the article that they're not talking about a pool table. Swimming they're talking pool. about a swimming pool. All right, there's a swimming pool in now. Maybe do prisons have swimming pools? Not I that mean, I'm like, live. I this one did. Okay, and it's not even like an industrial looking thing. It looks like something out of like I don't know a, a waterfront property in Hollywood or something, right? All right. You know, it's it's not a, a rectangle. It's like a you know funky shaped, round at one end, and how it's do got I a join deep, this you gang? Know,
1: they're living way more lavishly than me.
4: It's Ricky from the Commonwealth there, Brother Captain. Oh, hello,
0: Ricky from the Commonwealth. What's going no on tonight?
4: Well, good evening, Brother Richie.
1: This is his second comeback.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is part three of my Bricks trilogy. You see, I he's
0: on it. the veteran minimum contract now. Oh, okay. Right? And so, like, he's, he's on ambassador? a snap count. Okay. He rarely practices... And, you know, he only gets in a couple of plays per month now. All right. Just to keep his medical benefits. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
4: What the hell has this got to do with me? I don't know. You're a veteran. You're a veteran of the show. This is part of my Bricks trilogy, you know. I mean, when uh, Egypt and Saudi Arabia that morning... Entered the Bricks Alliance. It all came clear, you know, and I did the analysis. And then after that, I pointed out economic oblivion. But part three of my trilogy, I wanted to focus a little bit on that because I heard Peaceless Mountaineer use the word pain, you know, and then, and it's worse than that. I, it's more like suffering.
1: Yeah, are suffering.
4: Yeah, well, kind of, you know. Ricky I mean, you from have- the
0: Commonwealth. He brings the suffering.
4: No doubt, I'm the breath of fresh air. You know, I mean, we—I never—I mean, we have 330 million people. Okay, uh, this is something that's never happened to a country with 330 million people. It's going to be worse than that too, because not only, like I said, is the money be completely worthless, and we're not going to be able to pay our workers. The problem is our gold's going to be worthless. Sorry to say, because Drix isn't going to be interested in our gold. And they don't need it either. And there's only a couple good things coming out of this, if you want to call it that. Uh, well, wait
0: off, a minute, wait stop. a minute, Ricky. It, it doesn't matter if nations value gold, right? It only matters if individuals value gold because that makes it an instrument of trade. It's
4: already right. an instrument I mean, of trade. we could trade the gold amongst ourselves, right. but the problem is things are going to be so bad economically i mean the uh, what is what is the value here i mean you know it's going to be very difficult you know
1: well the market uh, will figure the, it out
4: man we're gonna people that to produce things it are, are going to know now, what they
1: want to get for it
4: we're going to figure it out if we survive it now here's here's the only good things i can see coming out of this and, and it will be oblivion uh first off uh, the top 1% of the people on the street will be equally worthless. I mean, that's, that's actually a plus, you know. So it'll kind of bring people together out of necessity. Now, also, I didn't want to see it this way, but, uh, you know, everybody's going to carry a gun. You know, in fact, I, I predict the government themselves most likely will blow the FFL away and encourage it, you know.
0: So it'll be but, like New uh, Hampshire then?
4: Uh. Everywhere will be like New Hampshire, yeah, <laughs> you know. So we win. But here's another one I didn't bring up because it was so obvious, you know. It's odd because in 2025, you know, I have a campaign manager now, you know, and in 2025, I'm you know, your might mom might does run not again. count as a campaign manager. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, oh, come on, I, I got, I got things going on this time. Everybody's gonna love it, <laughs> I tell you. But you know. You know I'm running know about for that. 2025, and it's for the 2026 election. Now that's the year we're going to suffer.
0: Wait, what are you running now, for? Dog catcher. Uh,
4: representative of District 189
0: of Pennsylvania Commonwealth.
4: The Commonwealth, Pennsylvania. That's right. Currently uh, held by. This uh, is old school. <laughs> representative props, You <laughs> say? Yeah, screw her. But uh, the fact of the matter is 2026, if you take 2026, that's the election year, you see. That's the year we're going to suffer. You know, and if you deduct 250 uh, from that, you'd come up with a magic number. You know, that wasn't an accident by bricks. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's funny because I thought about, well, I guess I could blame it on the federal government. You know what I mean? Yes, I mean, we know what you mean. That's what I run, you know?
0: Ricky, do you smoke marijuana?
4: Uh, Whenever I can, yeah. Uh-uh. Just checking. I mean, that, is that okay with you, Captain?
0: Totally okay with me.
4: Oh, I well, you know, I've known to put some crystal up my nose, too, you know?
0: I, I mean, as long as you're not harming anybody or anybody else's property, whatever you do, it's totally up to you, man.
4: Well, you've heard my story when I use those two examples about the non-aggression principle, you know? I mean... That that's the only time I ever hurt. I think I ever harmed anybody in my life.
0: I was just listening you know? to you, and I was like, I wonder if he's stoned right now. Well, why? Sounds more because like he's suffering a sounds stroke. Funny, yeah. No, no, you just sound high, man. <laughs> no, that's me being natural.
4: That's that's who <laughs> I am. Oh, wait till I start running. Because, you know, I'm going to start wearing the battle flag again the beginning of October. Uh, you know,
0: you realize that running for an office doesn't mean you have to do any actual running, right? The second coming of John Fetterman.
4: Oh, well, see, that's the thing. I call it the Commonwealth Tour. <laughs> Ricky's see, in a
5: tracksuit.
4: <laughs> there's a lot of crazy stuff going to be happening it's in the He's got a hoodie and some basketball shorts on. You
0: see,
4: Trump, as an example, he got all this All money.
0: right, well, hey, Ricky, see, i got to take some man. other calls, man. Good luck on your campaign. Call us back. No Let's doubt, know how it goes. No doubt. Jerome in South Carolina, Jerome, you are on Free Talk Live.
3: Trump train, hello, Choo-choo! thank you. Shalom, 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 shalom. Is
0: that a hey, Jewish
3: Trump train? Uh, by, hey, by the way, how about the um, Chris Christie train? Uh, he's fat enough to be a train. He's too wide to even he's fit fat down the tracks. To be a caboose.
0: He needs to form his own snack food company, and his flagship product should be the Chris Christie Crisp Crispies.
3: Fried chicken and uh, dumplings.
0: I don't think he'd be good at fried chicken. He's from the Northeast.
3: <laughs> hey, Northern people eat fried chicken. Have you ever Yeah, but Northern people don't need to make order? fried
0: chicken. Yes.
1: They need to go Why to some not? Southern place to buy the fried chicken.
0: Or get somebody from the, the South to yeah. come up to the North and open the joint or run the joint for them to do the hey, cooking.
1: I know
3: I know this might be a shock to you, but I'll bet there are fried chicken places where you have Vermont, right?
0: New, New Hampshire, New Hampshire. I bet
3: Hampshire. There are people in Vermont. That, oh well, New Hampshire. Oh yeah, I forgot. I love your governor. Not anyway.
0: <laughs> we
1: don't love him either. Yeah, continue, Jerome.
0: That Chris Christie man. No, we're that talking that about Chris fried. Christie. No, I don't. I don't care about that guy. We're talking about fried chicken. It's important. No, I don't want to talk about. I want to talk about Chris. You want to talk about fried chicken? Come on, man. Fried crispy chicken is cream. way more important than politics. Crispy,
3: Crispy Cream, crispy.
0: If there was a Krispy Kreme up here, I'd be in heaven. The best fried chicken I ever had was by some ancient grandmother in a, a, a two cast iron skillets. Okay. On the stove using real lard, not Crisco, not right. you know what I mean. Uh, and she did the 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 coating herself, whatever that was. Right. It was flour and some seasonings and sure. whatever. And just had the 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 you know the lard melted to the right point, And then like, oh my god, it was so delicious. And she would do thighs, hey. legs, breasts, didn't matter. It was the most delicious southern fried chicken I've ever had out of Alabama of all places. Now I've also had uh, uh, actual Kentucky fried chicken, not the the franchise, but like right. you know, a restaurant where like home style fried chicken, right? Delicious, right? The South makes some of the most delicious food on planet Earth. So yeah. I've
1: never been to yeah. the South in that capacity, but the best fried chicken I've had mm-hmm. uh there's a bar in Spokane called Wees's, and that was the best fried chicken I've eaten nice. in my life.
0: Nice. Yeah. Now, southern style. Watch, southern to, style. Yeah. I
3: watched I watched Chris Christie on on. Uh, Oh, meet the meet the depressed this morning. Meet the depressed. And was he depressed. eating a bucket of
0: fried chicken in his appearance?
3: <laughs> no, but he would have made more sense if he was because he's just so full of crap, you know. And then I maybe he should open a fried chicken today. joint.
0: Chris Chris no, Christie's crispy, crispy chicken.
3: Yeah. he'd probably eat up all the profits anyway. Then I had to watch the game today. With no, the no, Cowboys. I've decided now but it should just understand. be called
0: Chris Crispies. That's that's all it should be called. Chris Crispy's Fried Chicken.
3: <laughs> then I have to watch the game, day, and he's up there with Jerry Jones again. Are you talking hey, about football we now? We get it, Jerry. You're a Republican. We get it, Jerry Jared Jones. You're a Republican because you're sitting up there with a fat, dumb Republican who thinks he's going to be president.
0: Wait, is Jerry what, Jones a Republican? I can't imagine him not being.
3: As he hangs out with him, he is. I don't hang out
0: with Republicans. I want to circle back then to Venezuela's Tocaron prison-raided 11,000 cops stormed notorious jail to find a zoo, a casino, a nightclub, a pool, and a supermarket after the uh, Tren de Aragua criminal gang was allowed to roam free uh, for years. Uh, so they had their, there was also a nightclub named Tokyo. Uh which and there was also a restaurant possibly within the nightclub where prisoners dined with their visitors. Was I thought that was Tokyo. There's another restaurant. Mm, There's the Tokyo
1: restaurant or the, the gang
0: the... had its own nightclub named Tokyo. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Where inmates regularly partied, comma and and they used a comma. Okay. And a restaurant where prisoners dined with their visitors. Sorry, it's been so long since you read that paragraph the first time I missed it. Respect. <laughs> there was also a baseball field. What? <laughs> A room where gambling activities took place, and another where, this is my favorite part, where inmates illegally mined cryptocurrency. Nice! <laughs> They're making more money in there than the regular people in Venezuela. The state's paying for the electricity, arguably. Yeah. They got crypto miners in there. That's the way you pay
1: off the, the guards right there. Oh my there. god slip a little bit of bitcoin here and there like dude go buy your family some food from colombia
0: riley if you're listening like put a put a star next to this one when you make the uh the digest because this might be one of the best articles we've ever had on it, free talk Live.
1: is it a full baseball field like you got the 300 foot homers in there it, it they're importing
0: bats I, and balls i don't know they haven't described it more but they do say they also built a swimming pool below the ground that was located next to a play area for children, all right. Uh, and I've got a couple of pictures here. So I there's see. a
1: play. So there's a play area for children in <laughs> jail <laughs> in a prison because they're bringing their family and their friends in, and you know if you're going to go to the nightclub, the children have stuff, have to have something to do, so you send them to the swing set for a little bit
0: next to the swimming pool. Oh man, this pool looks fancy as f too, man. It is. It is really nice. It's a real pool. It's not only a real pool, but something you'd see in like I don't know an expensive mansion. Right, it's, it's like a pool, it's got like... Like this is the Embassy Suites pool, not the Holiday Inn pool. It's a pool. large sort of informal figure eight. There's like obviously a wading pool connected to it. There's a bridge that goes over the entire pool, like a walking bridge. So if you want to get from one side of the pool to the other side of the pool without walking around the pool, you can just walk okay. over the pool. Okay. That's lazy, but all right. And it is indeed right next to, as they say, the children's play area, complete with... Uh, a couple, two or three different large jungle gyms with the fancy swirly slides okay. and all that kind of stuff, and the plastic sides that are you know makes it look like a giant play school thing. They snuck all this in the laundry truck, right? <laughs> like right past the carts. I don't, I don't know about snuck. Uh, there's a picture of what appear to be a pair of uh, big cats that might be ocelots uh, that were seen in in the zoo in the prison. Uh, the baseball field, they have a picture of it. Oh, man, it's legit. It's got stadium-style stands. Holy cow. Uh, covered, no less, so like, if it rains, the spectators can remain It's dry. better than most high school baseball fields. It literally does look better than most baseball fields. Um, okay, all right, okay, back
1: back to the beginning.
0: Wait, I'm right. sorry. I, you missed something? They, no, they might mention this in the article, but I didn't see this when I skimmed the article earlier. They have what I can only describe as a large uh, grass-roofed arena. All right. And the caption says, the Trendy Aragua controlled the Tokaron Penitentiary Center, which had its own cockfighting ring.
1: All right. I'm fine with that. That's a cultural thing. I I don't care.
0: Like, I didn't see that earlier
1: um i eat meat i don't care if animals fight what was your other question oh i'm just okay so they they've they've done all this yes to the prison right these are like you know the, the bad dudes of the country right they have all of this niceties and necessities in prison within the confines of their walls they're obviously not a a threat to the public right just let them go okay
0: why bother with the raid It's like escape from New York, right? Sure. You know, you've tossed them inside the walls. They're doing whatever. Let them do whatever. Right. You know, Um, yeah, if they're no threat to anybody else. I mean, theoretically, the only reason to incarcerate people
1: is because they're a violent threat to the public outside. Right. Right? Otherwise, there are better ways to, uh, to do justice and restitutions and some sort of punishment for wrongdoing. Yeah. Right. But the incarceration part is you're a threat to those outside. Yep. We can't let you be around the general public. So they're already in the
0: walls. Right. Just let them have it. There's a quote here. It says, I congratulate the more than 11,000 members of the FANB, and that would be the National Bolivian Armed Forces of Venezuela, and police forces for the successful intervention of the Tocaron Penitentiary Center, President Nicolas Maduro wrote on Twitter. Moments after the raid. We are heading towards a Venezuela free of criminal gangs. Well, You had a Venezuela free. They had a place. You just put them there. Right. Body cam footage of the raid. There's body cam footage of the raid. <laughs> <laughs> I got I to gotta look this up later. Body cam footage of the raid showed cops and soldiers storming one of the prison buildings where a tunnel had been built. The underground passage featured several exits, including one, that led to a lake where there were three wooden rafts stationed on the shore. Okay. So here's the other thing. You've got all these criminals
1: in this prison. Yeah. They have an exit. Yeah, But the prison is so good, they choose not to reenter society. Let them have it. They got, they got restaurants. They got a baseball field. They got Bitcoin mining. Yeah. They're cockfighting. They're self supporting. They're self supporting. Right? right. And they're like, if you want to leave, there's the hole. They're like, I'm not going back out there.
0: Yeah. It's dangerous out there. They even uh, apparently brought their families in. Right. Right. Because there were, as the article described, uh, abodes for people to live with their families, and jungle gyms for the kids. Yes. And a pool. Yeah. And satellites and internet and. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my! The entrepreneurial Literally. spirit, yes. Of these criminals,
1: right? Maybe they had a hard life, right? And they they were not able to uh, divert these activities into a productive direction in Venezuelan society. They chose a life of crime, uh, but turned it into like gulch gulch of prisons, <laughs> right? And <laughs> let them go. They've shown you they've shown you how to make an effective market and society within the walls that you've confined them around, and they don't want to escape.
0: The quotes continue. We have put an end to the irregularities in this space. We have detected some tunnels in that tunnel system. Tunnel system now. We have prevented a massive escape, and we have controlled all those deprived of liberty, Interior Minister uh, Chabalos said. They didn't want to escape, though. The tunnels
1: were already there.
0: I think they insinuated that this gang was using the prison as sort of their headquarters. Okay. Which, I mean, okay. All right. Gang needs a headquarters, right? They're they're still there, right? Security forces captured two detainees who fled the prison during the raid, dubbed by the Venezuelan regime as Operation Liberation something else. Uh, Operation Liberation to go into a prison and shut it down.
1: Like, theoretically, the least liberated people in the society needed to be liberated
0: by the state. Chabalos confirmed Thursday that 60 gang members had been captured and four prison officials have also been arrested for allegedly allowing the smuggling of weapons. Where'd they capture them? In prison? Where are they
1: going to put them? (laughs) They're already there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is so great i love this article (laughs) venezuelan newspaper el Nacional reported that between 400 to 500 prisoners were still missing oh okay so like 500 of these bastards you know escaped somehow that presumes that the prison system has like an
1: accurate count of who's there who knows how long they've been missing for yeah (laughs) right they got to feed the pumas and the tigers and the lions and the crocodiles. We've discussed <laughs> Or maybe they were just,
0: like, let out and they're on, you know, they're free now. They're on yeah. gang business somewhere else and they've been not in the prison for a long-ass time.
1: And presumably have committed no crime of which they've been caught for, right? So they have integrated back in society, presumably peacefully.
0: Union Radio reported that the fugitives may be hiding out in the mountain area near El Jinquito. Uh, okay. Okay. The government initiated the transfer of inmates to other jails late, late in the afternoon as families complained that they were left in the dark regarding their new locations. Okay. yeah. So if you were a prisoner in this place, you're like, ah, oh, you're being relocated and we're not telling anybody where you're going. So now they're
1: franchising out. You can take everything you learned from this place and go implement it there.
0: And so all the prisons will be this place going forward unscreened caller. What is your name, please? You are on Free Talk Live.
6: This is Tom in California.
0: Hey, Tom. What's on your mind?
6: Yeah, I was wondering if you could interview any homeschooler kids or give guidance towards uh, parents, because if you Google homeschooling, they're trying to sell you. Everybody tried to sign you up for 100 bucks per student, 200 bucks a month. You get the idea. Uh, so the and, beautiful thing about
1: this show is we'll take calls from children. So if a child wants to call in who's been homeschooled and wants to give a testimony on the benefits of homeschooling, we will platform him just like we would any other caller.
0: Now, uh, Tom, are you, are you looking to homeschool some children of your own?
6: Exactly. I and, see. and I know you guys uh, advocate Bitcoin and, and I, I equate that with going, living off grid or whatever. Everybody thinks a little differently. Yeah. But with kids, it's hard. You can't just bug out and go off grid from a hillside. But but nevertheless, you can sort of adapt. You could live a different lifestyle where you're not a, a slave to the transporting your kid to school sure. to this here yeah. or that school. I can school to- I can
0: tell you what I know, Tom, and and uh, you know if somebody's listening and can give you more help, I invite them to call in at six zero three two eight three six one six zero. I'll tell you what I know. Normally, uh, homeschoolers will have uh, groups. Right, yep.
1: works better with the network.
0: Uh, yeah, network groups. Uh, sometimes they're on like some of these chat platforms, like a Telegram or or a uh, Matrix or something like that. Sometimes they're just on Twitter and Facebook. Whatever sometimes works. you can find them in your local community uh, bulletin boards, Craigslist, things like that. Uh, but my first suggestion to you would be to plug into a local homeschooling community uh, and ask them. Uh, these very same questions. Uh, We are a nationally broadcast radio program, so somebody might call in from an area that's not your area. You know, the laws might be different in your state versus their state or your country versus their country, depending on where they're calling from. So I don't want you to get bad information, but usually the most useful place to start is find yourself a local homeschooling group uh, to ask your questions too. If they're not the right group for you, they would likely be able to recommend a group that is right for you.
1: Well, and who are these people that are are charging you? Because if you he, if he's reaching out to these groups and they're going, well, yeah, we can talk to you for a hundred bucks or whatever,
6: then
0: he said he was googling them.
6: Okay, Tom. No, that's excellent advice, and I will uh, pursue that. But I was thinking there might be like a coach. I would pay someone to get me set up you, because even the public schools, the the kids are doing well, everything on, comu- on computer. So if, you, if you're looking
1: out. for someone to get you set up, I mean the Ron Paul curriculum is available depending on the age of your child.
6: Okay, that's what I needed to hear. Okay. And if they're uh, if they're
1: really young, the Tuttle Twins books. Pardon me. The Tuttle Twins.
6: Oh, okay. Well,
0: Tuttle Twins I, is a series of well, books.
6: I'll, I'll, hopefully, we get a little feedback, and, and if I can uh, get. Uh, someone to walk me through the process because at the public school they're doing everything online every a, anyway. Did mm-hmm. you know that?
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, since yeah. uh, since COVID and the lockdowns, uh, the number of kids who are being homeschooled has continued to rise. Yeah. So that's good news. Part of the problem with
1: walking through the process is that's what's going to be different state by state. Right. Right. You got to figure out what the what the requirements of California is so that you're compliant with them. You know, and then anything in between compliance and what your kid wants to learn,
0: is on you. John Taylor Gatto, uh, you know, it was an inspiration to me, particularly coming out of the fog of statism. Yep. Uh, in the same way, Smedley Butler, right, is to the military. John Taylor Gatto is to education. When it comes to people who have been on the inside, who did the job, who have later been like, "Oh my God, what have I done?" John Taylor Gatto stayed on the inside
1: while advocating these things too. He did too, uh, and then, like again, he broke all the rules to make sure that at least his group of students had the had the uh, possibility of a better education yeah. by going through him.
0: Uh, one other quote from him that I like is: "This was once a land where every sane person knew how to build a shelter, grow food, and entertain one another. Now we've been rendered permanent children. It is the architects." of forced schooling who are responsible for that. Yeah. And, I mean, bang, spot on, man, you know. Um, John Taylor Gatto also uh, made a, a valid point of, uh, you know, the basics, reading, writing, arithmetic, right? These yeah. things can be taught in a very short period of time, matter of days or weeks. Yes. Right? Not It doesn't take 12 years. For you to teach a human being the basic stuff what you uh, what schools do is they remove the inspiration from people to learn on their own because like you can only pay attention to this subject for 45 minutes or whatever it is yep. until the bell rings and then you got to whatever it is you're doing doesn't matter doesn't matter if you're halfway into whatever it is you're doing you're writing a paper you're stop. taking a test but you got to stop you got to close focus. your books and you got to get up and leave you got to respond to the bell in a pavlovian dog way yep. and then you got to motor to the and switch your focus which is a non-human thing to do Right. Human nature is that if you get interested in a thing and you start doing a thing, uh, you don't just stop in the middle of it because a bell goes off. Yeah. You stay up to two o'clock in the
1: morning watching YouTube videos until you're satisfied with the rabbit hole.
0: Yeah, or <laughs> you just continue working on it until you're at a good stopping point yeah. where you're like, okay, I know I can pick up on this tomorrow at this spot. You know, I need to let this dry or whatever it is, right? You know, there's, there's a reason for you to stop or a, a good stopping point rather than just because the bell went off and your time expired. Right. Right. All this does is it teaches children to uh, obey authority. Right. When the bell goes, oh, that's authority, right? When somebody official comes in and says, okay, everybody's got to leave. Then you got to leave, right? That's all it teaches you. I did hate the teachers that held us after the bell. It's like, no, man, I'm off the clock. Yeah. Like, you're going to make t- me
1: late for my next class. This is my time. Yeah. Or after school, like, nope, you're not dismissed yet. The bell rang, but you can't leave,
5: you
0: kidnappers. I could sit here and do John Taylor ghetto, ghetto quotes all night, but I'm not going to. Major, you on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Hey, hey.
5: Um, you brought up the homeschooling thing earlier. Yes, sir. It's kind of interesting. Back in the early 80s, my uh, kid, when he was in junior high, raised so much cane on the bus, they were throwing him out of school right and left, and they ended up demanding that I homeschool this child. <laughs> we don't and want to. And they them. gave me the curriculum to do it.
1: <laughs> That's an amazing way to do it. My, how times have changed. Now they would just drug them.
5: Right. Yeah, beat them over the head and drag them in the cave. Yeah. Just, they... I, I don't know. Things are, everything's gone sideways. We're living in topsy-turvy world. Oh, yeah. But... um I want to touch on all this climate change. Hoorah. I never thought I'd be given the British credit for anything, seeing as how I'm Irish. Uh-uh. Having an ancient disdain about it. I,
0: As long as you don't refer to them as Great Britain, because there's nothing great about them.
5: Well, Moderate, no, I've, i would never. I, I I think I'd step on my tongue if I did that. Okay. Hello, average Britain. But, <laughs> any, anyway, he yeah, Britannia, masters of the sea. Anyway, you remember the, the green, all this green New Deal, hoorah that they're pushing the, sure. you know, banning the gas stoves and mm-hmm. banning the engines and all this
0: carbon tax. Well,
5: Britain had signed on to that part of this green New Deal, and they were going to uh, come 2030 ban all new gasoline cars. Mm-hmm. Till 2035, they were banning gas boilers and gas this and gas that, just like New York and California, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they've decided to backpedal on this thing because, I mean, I'm glad somebody finally woke up in Parliament. This just isn't doable.
1: Was it because of the there, outcry it, of public aversion to it? Like, th- th- was there a,
5: well, a, it's a rising up version to the public? They're making them buy all the new crap that they don't even need. Just like when Obama made us all change TVs, you know, <laughs> it was ridiculous. But
1: anyway, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, just, I will say just, I will just, say this about the switch over for the TV real quick. Uh, one of the crying shames of the standard definition era is we don't have HD clips of Michael Jordan.
0: No, yeah. it's all
1: blurry and like, oh man, he's not getting his due. It looks good on a little small little phone screen, but, man, that should be in HD.
0: Yeah, that's likely the case for a lot of that stuff, right, the classic yeah. stuff. Anyway, go ahead, Major.
5: Well, there's a lot of old that have just disintegrated, and they couldn't even rescue them. Yeah, that's you know, a problem.
0: The yeah, the, the, uh, the, the BBC actually had to crowdsource uh, what they call the lost episodes of Doctor Who, the longest-running science fiction series in all of history. Yeah, they're missing some. Well, they they were able to reconstruct them because they got lucky and somebody found... So the reason they were lost in the first place was because uh, no one at the BBC valued history. (laughs) They would take the... Tape used to cost money, right? Tape is the physical medium that you had to put these videos on. It wasn't just a hard drive or something like that. So tape cost money, and so for them to save money... They would just record over old shows. Yeah. Once they aired, they're like, oh, it aired. It's you done. You rent the new porn from the video store. You overwrite the old porn from the video store. That's that's how it worked for the BBC, well, that, okay. too. And so they lost uh, a certain section of the classic era of Doctor Who. They got lucky, and they got most of it uh, from third-party recorded videos. And then they were able Pirates. to sort of— yeah. They were able to sort of cobble together with like voice actors who are still alive, right? To, or they would take uh, voice clips from their previous episodes if they were in enough of them and cobble it all together to where they made a coherent missing episodes thing. They weren't exactly as they aired, but they were the closest anybody's going to get. So you can get the idea of those stories in its complete idea form instead of just this. You know, oh, it's just missing. Nobody, you know, only people who saw it originally could like yep. recant what the episode was about unless they had a copy of the script in their hand. So, uh, even yeah. that, though, who directed it, right? right. Same right. script, different director, turns out different. Right. Anyway, Major, well, you were this, saying? This
5: kind of stuff has been going on all three, all throughout history. I mean, back in the Renaissance days, there were, it was faint, quite, quite uh, common for an artist to paint over another picture, they'd find three or four pictures underneath one another. Yep. Paint
1: yeah. and canvas cost money. Yep,
5: yeah, yep. Yeah. But anyway, I, I, speaking of the, trying to reclaim the old stuff, they couldn't uh, bring back the first five seasons of MASH when they tried.
0: This from sfgates.com Woman rescued from outhouse toilets after climbing in to retrieve Apple Watch, Michigan police say. Yep. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, I, I haven't even read this article, so I didn't get to skim this one. But in my head, oh no! I've dropped my Apple Watch into the mm, what do they call around here? Uh, Out house uh, the the porta potty things, the poop box. I don't know. There's a brand or something. Okay, right? lette Okay, you know whatever. Yeah. I don't Portajohn. Porta, yeah, whatever. Whatever. It is. Oh no! I've dropped my Apple Watch into the Port-a-John, like into the real, not just on the floor, but like you know in it, in right. the toilet, you know where the 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 poo was, was this a porta
1: john or like an outhouse? though? I thought it was an outhouse.
0: It says outhouse toilet, but like okay. outhouse toilet could mean a lot of things. I just have a vision in my head of this being like a porta potty. Oh, okay. I'm not picturing the porta potty because she got rescued from it. Like you could, you
1: could touch the bottom That's of a porta true.
0: potty. That's true. And if this is in northern Michigan, hang on. It does say northern Michigan. Uh, so northern Michigan is. Uh, uh, If it's the Upper Peninsula, there's like a lot of super old houses out there that didn't need electricity, never had plumbing. Uh, There are outhouses galore, are not uncommon uh, in the UP, particularly in the rural areas. There's not much city area of the UP, so it's all rural area for the most part. Even houses that have wells and septic systems now also have the old outhouse. I have
1: used a real outhouse before. Yeah, I have too.
0: One of my grandfathers, when I was super young, I had the chicken pox at one of these, uh, it was northern Wisconsin, not far from northern Michigan, Um, one of these properties where there was no electricity, we only had oil for lamps, there was a wood-burning stove for when it got cold, uh, and I got the chicken pox while we were staying there. Uh, And, in fact, I'm convinced that I was brought there to get the chicken pox because there was a family across the street, and they were all real keen to send me across the street to play with those kids. Okay. And I did, and I— kind of vaguely recall noticing something odd about the kids. And in yeah. retrospect, I'm like, I think they might have had the chicken pox. And then that's sure enough, did. I got the chicken pox. You and- want to get it young. Yeah, and, and then you recover easy. And I wrote it out there. It was I don't know a week or something. Yeah, you know, that's about right. Whatever. We might have stayed two weeks. I'm not sure how. I've long also it was. had the chicken pox as a child, but I remember like it would get cold at night, and I'd have to go out to the outhouse. I'd have to like walk some distance from the house yep. down a trail that was not lit at all. Right, with like holding a kerosene lantern. Right, uh, and uh, you know the the outhouse itself was just oh my god horrible smell horrible smell i
1: i do if i get my own property i do want to put a a,
0: an outhouse but not a real outhouse like i want
1: to plumb a toilet out there yeah and just have the structure of the outhouse but it's a real bathroom oh just just so it has the look yeah like a faux outhouse interesting
0: why would you want to walk all that way to go to the john?
1: Why I would also have one in the house, but I just want to put, you know, the outhouse. So like
0: when your buddy comes over and he's known for like, you know, yeah, you could blow up in the, the bomb yeah. in the bathroom. You like no, put the dude, little, the little half
1: moon out there. Yeah, <laughs> look, we built this just for you, pal. Yes, <laughs> you know where you can poop in my place, and it is at the outhouse
0: down the way. I um I, I hung out with some bikers at some point in my life. I, I lived in Sturgis, South Dakota, for a minute, uh, and. The, this group of bikers told me this story about how they were, uh, you know, initiating uh, the 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 patch hole or the the new guy, right? Uh, okay. They, they call them prospects. Okay. Right, and so uh, one of the things they did is uh, uh, they they made the prospect somehow get into the outhouse, you know, under the threat of firearms, right? Okay. They They all pulled out like a gun or something. They're like. Sorry prospect, you got to get in in there right now. You have done wrong somehow. He screwed up somehow and they were like your punishment is you got to get in that out- outhouse. He's like, "But I don't want to." Get in there. And they're like, chick, chick. and he's like, "Okay, I'll get in the outhouse." <laughs> and so he gets in the outhouse and uh they all, you know, point their guns in the sky and start boom 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 and the guy freaks out cuz he thinks they're firing on the outhouse, right? So he jumps down into to like take cover or whatever. Okay. And so then finally, like, they come and they open the door and they're like, hey, man, you can come out, man, we weren't really shooting at you. And he's, of course, covered in crap as he gets out and that was his initiation. Which, which,
1: as expected, they probably all have gone through as well and may have taken the same course of action. Right.
0: Uh, right. I, I equate it to, like, uh, joining a fraternity in college yeah. where they make you do all sorts of weird stuff to yeah. join the fraternity and like, well, they did it to me, so we're going to do it to you, right? It's that same kind of...
1: Fortunately, Gonzaga didn't have fraternity culture, and I'm not a big fan of that culture in general yeah too much of an individualist as it were yeah to deal with hazing just to be a part of your
0: club right yeah whatever there's there's a reason why i never bought a motorcycle or you know that kind of thing and it's just like i you know uh i like i like some things about bikers i find them to be uh anarchic or at least voluntarist uh Sort of. Not all the time, but, like, in the way they conduct some of their business. Like, if you're going to be part of our club, then here are the rules that, you know, and you voluntarily join after reading those rules, right? So, like... You know, in, in those ways, you know, it's a bit of a reach to say they're voluntary. But... I've
1: I've raised my issue with bikers and biker culture on the show several shows yeah. ago. I'm not gonna do it again. Yeah. But yeah I'm
0: not... So and and I, I I'm with you on that. Like okay. uh, their their tendency for violence uh, is what turns me off, and also there there is a bit of collectivism going on in there. And like I yeah. they're a gang, f- I'm far too independent as yeah. a person to like join something like that. Sarah, can you hear me?
7: You know that. The homeless people, they got to right to um, set up homeless encampment, and our state judge ruled that it's illegal to throw them out of that place and take all their stuff in 24 hours.
1: As long as it's on public property, I don't have a problem with it, because that's what public property is.
7: uh, Well, it's on public property as long as it's not blocking the sidewalks. I don't
1: even care. Right, public property is paid by all for the use of all, and if they're choosing to use it that way and they got there first,
0: what can you do? Are you for or against these homeless camps, uh, Sarah?
7: Well, I, I think I am in favor. I am in support of the homeless camp because the, it's so hard economically to make it, and that's why they're siding with it. Too many people are getting thrown out on the street. Our average apartment is like a thousand dollars. So even though it's kind of like a, I, I have mixed feelings, like half and half. I mean, people really need to set up, and they really, I mean, they gotta stay there. But then I, they become.
0: I have an idea, I mean, I Sarah. It. Would you be willing to report back on a thing? Like go to one of these camps, and like you know, bring your sleeping bag, and then spend the night with these people. Hang out with them. Say hello. Introduce yourself. Meet these people and spend a night with them and then come back on the show. Tell us how it went. See if they've got a bar and some prostitution going on. Swimming pool. Swimming pool. Casino. The
7: problem is that they shoot drugs. You know, they smoke crack. They leave all their needles everywhere. That's the problem. They trash everything out. You know, they just.
0: How do you know if you've never been to one?
7: Well, you know what? I just have to see all the debris. I mean, I have to be just around an encampment just to know what's going on. Yeah. And it just ruins it for everybody else that really needs well, to set up a camp. Well, that's the
1: tragedy of the commons, Sarah. If you're going to have common property to be used by all, some people are going to use it differently than you would like. But as long as you know they're theoretically paying for it or free riding it or whatever, it's it's there it's there for them to use, and that's how they've chosen to use it. As long as you're but going to have public actually, property, the as the whole.
7: One, I mean, I'm just amazed. They even have lawyers that do pro bono, or some I mean, back up the homeless, so that I did mean, they have to do. I am anti bono. The guy's from like you He sucks. Yeah, I don't. They have to give them like two hours notice yeah. or something. They have to provide another place to live or something. Like they just can't just couple give you 24 hours and take all your stuff and dump it. And where party. are they going to go
1: if they had another place to live? You think that you think that they would choose where they're at if there was like a better option available?
7: Well, I mean, supposedly, you know, they offer, like, uh, homeless shelter places or um, hotel vouchers or whatever.
1: And usually and those things come with strings attached they said, that they don't
0: want to abide by. Sarah, it sounds like you might yeah. you might care about what happens to homeless people. Uh, tell me this. Uh, how much money do you give to homeless charities, or how do you assist the homeless every year?
7: Well, I, I just want to say, you know, the I just went to the church today, which is called... Um, uh what was the okay, well, there's a church that have four women's homes. They have about like four men's homes, they have a thing called the under construction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I new beginnings and I you know go I've been getting money to that church and I found out they're doing a special women's conference, twenty five five dollar ticket, and all of the proceeds go to these four women home, whether you're homeless or your are halfway house or it, it entails so I support these places where they, you know, have food banks. They also have a food bank. So that's my. So, ministry. so via
0: like, this church, you you give them some money, and then they do some things that are that are nice and helpful to the homeless. That's fine. That's fair.
7: Yeah, and plus I, I give people money here and there if they are they don't have a needle that they're holding in their hands or a crack pipe or something or a, you know like a beer bottle in their hand, or a, those are the ones that. I don't give any money to, but I'll buy them food and stuff like that. I do my best.
1: I think know? charity should be unconditional.
7: Oh. No, I, no, no, not really. If you're just giving them money to get, buy pack of Marlboros and get drunk, buy more vodka and buy more dope. No, I could see that. I don't give them money. No. Yeah. I get it. No, I'd rather buy them a sandwich or something. You know what I mean? And then what's funny is that these, People that drink, they'll eat the food. Like they're starving to death, but all the money, they'll buy something to drink with it.
1: That's like virtue charity.
0: right? Virtue signaling charity. Right. Like, I will help you, but only in the way that I see fit. Right, yeah. Bagley Township, Michigan. A woman was rescued Tuesday from an outhouse toilet in northern Michigan after she climbed in to retrieve her Apple Watch and became trapped. Trapped. Did the seat fall down and she couldn't get out of it? Is there a so
1: seat in the outhouse? I thought
0: it was just a hole
1: in a board, man. Uh,
0: most outhouses do have a toilet seat like okay. stapled onto it or you All know, right. somehow fastened to the things. So you sit on it, but there's no bowl. And, okay. It's just a box.
1: She couldn't wedge her little fingers in there to push it up All to right. climb out?
0: The woman. It's too dirty. Whose name was not released. She doesn't want people to know who she is. I mean, for an Apple Watch, I get it, too. Those, those are not cheap goods. <laughs> she lowered herself inside the toilet after dropping the watch at the Department of Natural Resources boat launch. Was it an emergency? Was it a, a like third-party watch band
1: and it broke? I don't know. And why are you taking that off in the outhouse?
0: So the Department of Natural Resources boat launch at Dixon Lake in Ostego County's Bagley Township State Police said Wednesday uh, so in a release. So apparently the Department of Natural Resources at Dixon Lake can't plumb And so they have an outhouse. Okay. And this is where she found herself. She decided. Maybe it's plum to just rise into the lake. Maybe. Uh, So first responders were called when the woman was heard yelling for help. Help me, help me. (laughs) I've I've fallen into a vat of chocolate. (laughs) Oh, That's an old Smothers Brothers skit. About, uh, yeah, it's a song. He's like, I fell in a vat of Did chocolate. Did they pour sand in slowly? She, she could slowly
1: rise and climb out.
0: He's like, well, what'd you do when you fell into the chocolate? And he's like, well? He's like, well, come on. You fell into a vat of chocolate? What'd you do? He's like, I, I yelled fire. <laughs> like, All right. Why, why'd you yell fire? I yelled fire because no one would save me if I yelled chocolate. Anyway. It's valid. Uh, first responders were called when the woman was heard yelling for help. The toilet was removed and a strap was used to haul the woman out. The toilet was removed, like they the, with her in it. I don't know. Well,
1: no, because she's like she's in the hole. So
0: they just raised it up, and she's like they raised it up so. off the ground, and she's left standing there in the know. pit or something.
1: I need pictures like the last article.
0: Uh, and a strap was used to haul the woman out. So they apparently threw a rope or something. Okay, and then and then I re- hope it wasn't a new in. rope
1: because you're not going to use that rope again. <laughs> Yeah, get get the the oldest, most used
0: (laughs) (laughs) rope that you can find. Tie a whole bunch of old shoelaces together. You know that old extension cord that's been through hell and you've already broken the one prong off so it can't be plugged into three prong outlets or whatever? Uh, You still can plug it in. I mean, you can, but use that one. Yeah. Because that's the most likely to be replaced. Right. Quote, if you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside the containment area. Serious injury may occur, state police said in the release. I wonder. Okay, if she
1: has to pay for the rescue, I wonder what the cost benefit uh, breakdown would be. Like, was was the rescue more expensive than, than the, replaced the watch? Right. Yeah. Or did she still save money by by fishing the watch out? Because you got to go get it. It's yeah. Like a, it's a it's multiple hundred dollar device. Like the new one's like an eight hundred dollar watch. You're not going to just drop that and go. Oops. Guess I'm not going to see that again.
0: What, you need, what what needs to be invented now is the self-outhouse-extracting Apple Watch.
4: You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.